T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Is that actual Kinks? Good. Oh, yeah, there he is. There's Ray Davis, I think. 860-522-9842. Margaret with some cultural appropriation. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Todd. Oh, your music choice. I mean, sorry, Joey, no offense, but your music choice is terrible today. Come on, Joey. Smarten up. (laughs) So I cannot, let me get this straight. I cannot wear a a suede skirt because some Native American woman years ago chewed on a deerskin to make leather. Is that true? I believe that is the gist. <laughs> if you want to go on on uh, government radio. Honest to God. You know, John, some things are just so stupid. Exactly. You're left with your mouth hanging open because you don't know what to say. That is the word. And your mouth's already open because you're chewing on the leather. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I just want to say... You're too stupid to know you're stupid. <laughs> Margaret, this, thank this you for that. Ridi- now, I can't wear my hair in braids wrapped around my head because some Austrian woman wears her hair that way. I suppose, although Austrians aren't a protected class. Thank you, Margaret. Traffic time. Oh, I know what you're doing, Joey. You're, you're sending this one out to Margaret, right? You think this is uh, the kind of music that she would culturally appropriate if she had the chance well i don't know that's the question now my culture appropriating margaret because i'm thinking of a song she might like so am i just digging myself a hole I, is, I would assume that if you're doing it it's probably a mistake oh that's i'm okay with that all right we're gonna talk with lorraine in west hartford hello lorraine hi there um with the change of um the mascots in west hartford if they will always forever be in my heart, the Chieftains and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But if that's being changed, um, my question is, when are the street names like Mohegan and Wampanoag and Mohawk, and I can go on, when are those going to Wait, be changed? Wait, can you go on? Can you can you name a couple others off the top of your head? Oh, I mean, uh, I, Wamp, um, Wampanoag, Iroquois, um, Mohawk, Mohegan. All those um, are in street- West Hartford. There's, and there's, there's, I'm sure there's more. Can we organize um, a protest? Do you think we could march? Do any of those streets connect? We could probably do a parade, an appropriation oh, we parade. we could probably have a parade. Yeah. Great idea. I'm like, I'm going to have to find out the latest. Um, I've got a um, high school reunion coming up shortly. So I'll have to find out the le- I guess there's a, a lawsuit that's been... Uh, yes, right to try to stop that. that. There's some more things going on. That yep. there's, there's 
more things. I I reached it. out to one of the the guy actually leading the lawsuit, and he didn't he didn't get back to me, which I found kind of surprising. Oh. But maybe he just wants to focus on the law right now. I don't know. Maybe. So um, if, I hear, if, I, if I hear anything, I'll yeah. Please stay in touch. And, in and, and if you if you decide you want to organize a protest or know anybody who does, we can promote it here and, and make sure we get some okay. big crowds. Because if if West Hartford wants to virtue signal. I'm not sure what kind of dirty name to call them for, but if they do it inconsistently, only where it's convenient, then they become uh, guilty of some kind of grotesque cultural malfeasance, don't you think? I definitely agree. I think, I mean, if you're going to change it, then let's change all of it. Yes, exactly. Lorraine, thank you for the call. Thank you very much. 860, you, you too, Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. rant line number. Oh, I didn't get back to the rants. Wait a sec. We got to do it right now. Let me dip down to, uh, I have to go to a lower level of my life right here. So that's why the squeaky. Listen to this. This is great. You ready? I got a silly rant for you, but uh, you kind of hit a nerve. You were just talking about bananas. It's Wednesday afternoon. And and, and I work in produce and at a stopping shop. And the bananas, everybody wants the bananas. But they only want so many, right? So they rip off the bananas, rip off the bananas, and we are left with like 30 single bananas. Nothing wrong with them. They're perfect. We pile them up on the side. Go get your bananas. No, I just want two. Nobody ever wants you off the single bananas. There's something in the head of these customers. They don't want them. They don't want them. You know what happens? Sometimes an old lady will come along, oh, I'll take those because they're a little overripe. I'm making banana bread. Other than that, we throw 30 bananas out. We throw them out. Because these momos come through and they're ripping off bananas without looking around. Oh, I love my customers. Thank you. That was a great. <laughs> that was a great rant. So, so the um, the story is that people go in and rip the. Let's let's just break this down a little bit. This banana caper, the great banana caper. The um, people go into grocery stores, and I'm I'm thinking about what I do. And I, I do do this. I, I actually go to the bananas and I, I sometimes want to buy one or two because uh, my wife feels better with certain items in the house, whether we eat them or not. Like she'll buy a new loaf of bread on Monday because she just feels like it, the kitchen is somehow not properly stocked unless we have a new loaf of bread. But, you know, it's just the two of us. And if, if the grandkids aren't coming over or something like that, if we don't have friends coming in, which you don't do at the beginning of the week so much, although the grandkids might, uh, you know, for them, she wants the bread. But if they're not coming, what do we do with Lola for bread? And she's like that with bananas. So last week she bought a, a whole, what do you call those things? Bunch? Is that a bunch? Yeah, I'd go with a bunch. She bought a whole bunch of bananas, which neither of us are eating these days. And her in particular. And, um, they sat there all week. I watched them turning colors and stuff. And finally, she said, nobody ate the bananas. I said, well, there's only the two of us, and neither of us do. Well, then you make some banana bread. Well, that's uh, that's maybe what her plan was. All along, she was just playing coy. Uh, perhaps, yeah. She might have had a... Uh, anyway, Ulterior motive. What I really wanted to ask you was about, do you go into the grocery store ever and buy singles? No. God, no. Singles of nothing will last in our house. We buy everything by the bulk. So you must buy a lot of bananas because bananas are what forty nine cents a pound. Usually, usually we go through like three or four bunches a week. They're ridiculous how affordable they are. Yes, they are maybe the only thing left in all of America 
that is affordable. And mm-hmm. you say, wow, that's cheap. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they've gone up to dollar. I mean, they've gone up a little bit, but they're still them and eggs. I guess you can say eggs. No, have, eggs have gone up. Eggs have gone up too, but for their for the protein, they're still like the biggest bang for your buck. And they're magical. Eggs are magical. You can do things. so many things with them, and they're beautiful. So you have eggs and you have bananas. Boom! You're like halfway there to banana bread. Well, that's a good point. You need some uh, walnuts or almonds. What do you put? Walnuts, I think. Some people put walnuts. Weird people put raisins. I've had that before. I don't need that negativity in my life, so... It's all in the eye of the beholder, you know. Uh, it's a little free sugar, the raisins. You could look at it that well, way. Pop a flavor. You don't have to uh, add sugar. It's just right there in the raisin. Mm-hmm. So you add raisins. All right. Don't be uh, insulting any more foods for the rest of the show, okay? Because we need our constituencies to feel unoffended. And, you know, we have Foodie Friday tomorrow. So Exactly. So, uh, okay. So I like that rant because he's... Um, well, first of all, I, I don't feel like that's fair for him to be blaming people because I suspect what happens is that the while people are breaking them apart to get singles, that the singles get banged around a little bit and they bruise. And so people look at them and say, oh, I don't want that. But I would go straight to the single bananas. That's the point of my story because one or two is plenty for a household that – you know, might need a couple for some reason, but certainly doesn't need more than that. Todd, this increase of benefits for women is just another husky ploy to get us to be on socialized medicine. Slowly, 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 whether you're on husky or not, they expand benefits for everyone, which increases their ability to control and act like they're doing something wonderful. Yeah, that's fair. It's unfortunate that we are so duped yeah. to say, oh, we get these benefits free. now. Free. Oh, they're giving it to us free. Before. Well, yeah. those benefits are paid for from hard working, including those people who might be on maternity or paternity leave, and then a year later go back to work. They don't realize that they're taking a percent out of their paycheck for all the people who are sucking off the teeth of the state. It's horrible, and people need to be self-responsible, but the state makes them not. Yeah, well, that's because the state lies to us. Politicians lie to us constantly. I used to take criticism for saying that. And I think people don't criticize me so much because they've gotten used to it. But I assume some people are offended because they think about a particular person working in politics. But I'm not insulting any particular person. I realize there could be naive people who don't understand that by being part of the government that they're engaged in an, in an abusive power differential that focuses on its efforts on trying to separate us from our money and over time taking more money out of the out of the private sector economy the part that belongs to us and putting more of it into their hands but that's all the government enterprise is really trying to do on a regular basis is is uh, cause that shift to take place and they make up they get so inspired and they make up all kinds of stories to get us to separate our us from our money, which makes sense because 
You know, that's what thieves do. Thieves make up stories. They make up scams. And the biggest scammers are our elected officials. They run the biggest scams. They, they're the plunderers. Yes. And what is it they accuse uh, companies of doing when they say companies are raising their prices too much? Like the, the argument being made now, the attack on the oil companies that the, even the president is engaged in awful stuff he's saying about companies that are just trying to make a profit. But if they're price gouging, what exactly is the government doing by constantly raising their prices and delivering less all the time, huh? I mean, let's get real about this. Let's get real. Hey, Todd. Dave from Bristol calling. I just wanted to uh, give you a couple definitions of woke. Okay, good. As far as I'm concerned. Thank you. I call it weary of kooky extremists. Weary of. And the second definition is wary of kooky extremists. Wary, uh, tired of. Second one would be first. I'm very wary of them. And yeah, the wary with an A. Second, I'm getting really tired of listening to these people. There's more important things in the world going on. Gas prices, inflation, uh, you know, the governor's about to put new gas taxes in on everything coming into this state in a couple of weeks, and he doesn't want to do nothing. Let's talk about that stuff. Okay? Thanks. Oh, absolutely. He loves his new gas taxes. He loves it. Anything that that can cause him to take more money away from us, he's so excited about. Butter after four. Hello, John. The Wednesday. He had a caller talking about gun laws, uh, how it works well in other countries. These other countries do not have a constitution that tells the government. Good point. You can't do this. You can't do this. No, that's a great point. Most countries don't even have a written constitution. Most don't. That's, that's where we are right now. We have a constitution. Also, more children, women, and men, and families are killed every year with motor vehicles. But we're not banning motor vehicles. Nor did the manufacturer who had a 20-gallon tank of gas and the government said, oh, you can only have 10 gallons in your tank. That will not stop the amount of deaths with motor vehicles just by limiting the capacity of magazines versus gas tanks. It doesn't work. We have a constitution. The founding fathers were not born in America. The founding fathers were born where times were really, really tough. Isn't John wonderful? He is a wonderful old guy, a veteran, and somebody who understands America, I, I love hearing from John because I feel like it's a, a chance for us to look backward a little bit and understand what we've given up by having our education system taking, taken over by, uh, by left-wing, wacko, American-hating um, conspirators who see it as an opportunity to separate us from the 
heritage of, of what America stands for and, and what the beauty of it is. And, and there you have it right there in, in a little Johnism. It just gets revealed to us. And it's such a beautiful thing. 8605229842. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, yes, yes, yes. WTIC is who we are. Let's talk to Robert in Manchester. Hi, Robert. All right, fine. If that's how you feel after all that time on hold, let's try Armand in Avon. Hi, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, sir. So I was thinking about Blumenthal's proposition to the residents as it relates to getting a rebate. I had a simpler solution. I'd like to know your thoughts. Uh, contractors, business owners, and attorneys, wink, wink, politicians, get to take a uh, IRS uh, write-off for mileage. It's 58.5 cents per mile. Mm-hmm. Why, why don't they give that to everyone that commutes for work? It's only 58 cents per mile? Yeah, 58.5 cents per mile. So you go 10 miles, that's the equivalent of a $5.80 write-off. Yeah, well, that's actually not so bad, I guess, for five miles. Right. So think about, if you said, I drive 20 miles a day, you know, you get uh, what, $11.60 yeah. write-off. Yeah. That's uh, That would cause some people to just drive around, just so they could yeah, build so, it. So I'm thinking it shouldn't only be Blumenthal, but every senator in the state of Connecticut should carry that message forward to give the commuters that benefit. What do you think? Armin, I want to shift it over to a counter question, which is, do you think people are smelling the rat that is behind every Blumenthal, Lamont, et cetera, press conference? Oh, oh I think the, the rat is rotten and it stinks to high heaven and they all know it. And do you think that will uh, affect people's vote? Because it was really, there were some fascinating results on Tuesday, particularly in Los Angeles and San Francisco, where the the left wing took a, a, a couple of hits. I saw that. But I still think the problem is you have people feeding from the government trough, whichever way it may be, and they'll be reluctant to sacrifice some of their own um, benefits as opposed to the betterment of the entire state. Well, but how about your th- your thinking perhaps about um, people who are making tons of money 
off of some particular scam and are thinking about the cause and effect of that. But I think what must happen is when bad times start to set in, like right now, everybody is in, in pain economic pain over the cost of everything. If you're in that situation, you forget about what they're sending you and you think about what they're taking from you, don't you? Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. I agree. That's what I'm hoping for, Armin. Thank you for the phone call. 8605229842. Is that happening to you, please? Please explain. Mark Christopher is here from the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center where he's watching a lot of people Spending a lot of money on gas, sitting still. Mark. Yeah. Let me think. I um, I put uh, $88 in my van, oh. 75 in my Passat yesterday. Oh. So now we're, we're like over 150 Just there. Just leave oh. in the driveway. Oh, yeah. And then I filled up uh, 10 gallons uh, for the lawnmower. Let it grow. Uh, that was, yes, that was another $54. So, yeah, I spent over $200 Let yesterday. it grow. Let it, let it grow, grow. Let it let grow. Let it grow. <laughs> now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. It's Thursday afternoon already, which means we are blessed to be joined once again with Leonardo Susio. Apparently, we caught him rehearsing his bugle. I guess that's what's going on. Len, thank you for being here, sir. I love the fanfare. I love it. Yes. Well, is this uh, some kind of royal vision you have of yourself? Uh, well, I just it, it, it'll wake people up. I figure. Like, okay. wait a minute. That's a what's good idea. On? What's Todd got going on? No, that's this a good idea. Special. It's a, like the you sounders know? that we play for traffic and weather, but they're not quite so alarming as this is. This really gets your attention. Like uh, King George has just walked in the studio. Well, that's what we got to do, Todd. We want to get your audience attention because we're going to talk about something very, very important Good. Uh, that impacts them dramatically. And, you know, everyone's talking about the price of gas and it's going right through the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and uh, you know, the reason for that more than anything else is, is the government policy and politics itself. And, uh, and people have kind of deviated away from looking at the other energy cost that is huge and growing in size, and that is overwhelming people, and that's the cost of electricity here in Connecticut, uh, and it's 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 above the national average. In fact, it's the highest electricity rates in the entire continental United States are here in Connecticut. And what, what? I would like to do is how come the governor hasn't done a single TV commercial talking about how proud he is of that fact? I know. Yeah, you know, Todd. I think you ought to call up uh, the governor's office and suggest he ought to get on board and and, and pronounce that he's proud that we have the most expensive electricity in the continental United States. It's like buying an expensive car, you know, it's yes. got to be better. There should be a expensive. sign on the highway when you come, when you enter the state, home of yes. the highest electric rates. Yes. The, the most expensive electricity man can buy or woman can buy as the case may be. Uh, and so Wait, I'm, say, I'm well, making up an ad right now for, in my head for uh, Bob Stefanowski. He could do a spoof ad where, People are driving along, and the governor is announcing how wonderful it is, you know, like superimposed over one of those welcome to Connecticut yes. signs. Yes, I love it with Big Ned's picture there. Yeah, we're number welcome one. To Connecticut. We're number one. We have the highest. That'd be great. 
<laughs> but and to think about the the lunacy of this of this situation too, because you know what's Ned and and the Democratic Party trying to do? They're trying to get people to switch from using gas powered vehicles to electric powered vehicles, now, as if electricity was going to be cheaper. Uh, you know, cars powered by electricity would be cheaper. That's not true. It's just the opposite. And we don't even have the capacity. If somehow Jolly Ned could convince half the state to go out and buy electric vehicles, we wouldn't have the capability of providing electricity to power them. So uh, as I was saying, I'm of the uh, impression, too, to add on to what you're saying, Len, we're talking to Len mm -hmm. Susio, that I, I my sense is what the what the Democrats are doing is trying to cut back on the state's future ability to create the electricity, which is it is now paying people to sign up for switching over out of the fossil fuels and into the fossil fuels of of electric generation. Is yeah, that yeah, the is that so fair? Renewables. Is that fair to say that's what they're doing? That they're that they are cutting back on the availability forthcoming for electricity because they did announce that be ready for shortages and for for rolling blackouts, right? Yes, the, the left wing of the Democratic Party, and when I say the left wing, I mean the far left wing, which unfortunately is becoming the mainstream dominant wing of Democrats, the, the yeah. Democratic Party. Uh, they believe in in this uh, Armageddon that's coming, this environmental Armageddon, and you know the world's going to end in another. Now it's like eight years or something like that. Uh, but it's all nonsense. But it's a religion to them. And what what Bob Stefanowski ought to do, and I hope one of his advisors is listening to this he ought to have a press conference and he ought to have two big graphs right behind him and the graphs would depict the cost of electricity from eversource per kilowatt hour and juxtapose that with that would be another big graph the cost of electricity as purchased by wallingford consumers which is about half and i'm not kidding about half the cost of eversource's power so and and it's not like Wallingford Electric owns the generation plant. They don't have a generation plant. A mm -hmm. hundred years ago, when they started, they did. They had a coal burning plant, but they phased out of that decades ago. So they buy their electricity uh, on the market just like uh, uh, EverSource does, and they've got to transmit it and get it to their co consumers just like EverSource does. But they're able to do it at half the price that EverSource does. So. What's the reason for that? That's what Bob ought to have up in front. Why? Why is electricity in Wallingford so much cheaper than it is in the rest of the state? Is there, is there some kind of a secret power supply source in Wallingford? Is there a big dam there, a river flowing through Wallingford or something? No, it's got to do with the politics of it. I actually asked people at the Office of Consumer Council uh, a few weeks ago, I said, tell me something. Here's the situation. Eversource charges like 24 cents per kilowatt hour. Wallingford Electric is like about 13 cents per kilowatt hour. Why is that? And the first response I got was, wow, we didn't know that. <laughs> they said, we don't have anything to do with that. That's a municipal utility. But I said, well, okay, but it still begs the question, why? Give us those and numbers gave, again, Len. Uh, Wallingford Electric is about 13 cents per kilowatt hour. And that's the complete cost, mm -hmm. not like just transmission or whatever. And the uh, Eversource is about $0.24 cents per kilowatt hour. Wow. So, so the it's response double. I got, yes, that's right. The response I got was this. Uh, I'm going to read you some of the reasons, okay? Uh, they said uh, they don't pay, they, meaning Wallingford Electric, don't pay the societal costs that are embedded 
on the electric distributor company's bills, on Eversource's bill. So there's these costs that are imposed by politics that Eversource has to add in to your bill. Then they said, oh, and we don't think they have to pay the, the clean energy renewable charge and the green bank charge, all these other charges that are built into the Eversource bill. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's another factor. And, uh, oh, uh, we don't think that they're covered by the state's renewable generation mix requirements. In other words, right now, the st- when you buy electricity through Eversource or through anybody uh, that's a, a, a utility, you, uh, about 26 to 27% of that has to be uh, from renewable sources, which are much, much more expensive, whereas apparently Wallingford Electric is not burdened by that. That so, And then they, uh, they say that... the the transmission expenses, they think, are less. But, but again, Wallingford Electric has got to get the, the electricity transmitted by the same transmission lines that Eversource operates, basically. And, and so they're actually paying Eversource for the transmission electricity they're buying you know, through uh, 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 the, uh, the, the New England mm-hmm. uh, energy grid, basically. So, so all these factors, and then the final factor they cite is, oh, okay, well, Eversource is allowed to make a nice profit and, uh, you know, the municipal utility uh, maybe doesn't make as much. But I looked at it. The Wallingford Municipal gets about 6% on the bottom line. Uh, so they're making something. And Eversource is about 95 to 10%. So there you go. Again, a very significant uh, difference in the bottom line. Yeah, but line what's the lesson? Because some people might be listening to you, Len, and, and they're saying, oh, all those fees that get added to the Eversource bill, those are good things that, because they're helping to, you know, whatever their title is, they're contributing to some benefit to the larger grid or, or whatever. What's your response to that? Well, my response is, first of all, even if you believe that stuff is good, uh, that it's you, the, the money that's generated is frequently not used for that purpose. So like it's, just a, the- it's just a billboard, but it's a bait and switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened was they raided the Green Bank when I was there to balance the budget. I didn't vote for that nonsense, but that's what they did. They took millions of dollars that was being assessed on your energy bill, your electric bill, for the Green Bank to support you know, green energy and stuff. And they, they just yanked it out, even though it was designated to be for renewable energy and, and green, green bank you know, projects, basically. So, so it's, it's a bait and switch, just like you said. Mm-hmm. So it's politics and politicians who are responsible here in Connecticut for a huge difference, not an incremental difference, you know, a couple pennies here or there. No, it's a 50% difference in the cost of electricity. And you could say basically on a national scale that the cost of gas is due to the politics in Washington and the Democratic Party and President Biden down there because he shuts down the Keystone XL pipeline as soon as he's uh, president. And then, and then they, they, they shut down the leasing of federal lands for, uh, for gas exploration, et cetera. They do everything they can to stop the flow of cheap energy, and therefore you're faced with only the, the option of expensive renewable power, which is, is going to make your cost of living get lower. And, and I'll reiterate one other thing, and this is another thing, Stephanos, you should say. What Lamont wants to do is he wants to make your comfort, your electricity, your uh, ability to have a comfortable home or a comfortable office dependent on the weather because he wants it all based on the sun and on wind. And the sun isn't shining all day long. And it's in, in fact, in the winter, it shines very few days in the winter. It's certainly even on a good sunny day in the winter, it's like seven or eight hours of sunshine, not 24 and hours. And it's not and as intense, right? Does that make a That's difference right. for solar? 
That's right. That's another thing. The angle of the uh, that the the rays are hitting the Earth. So there's there's those factors that are involved. And and the other thing is Todd, because these are intermittent. That's what they call them. Intermittent. You don't know the wind's not blowing right now. Or it is blowing right now. The mm-hmm. sun's shining. It's not shining. So what happens to assure reliable energy that's needed at a moment in time? You have to have an enormous duplication of energy sources to back up the unreliable and intermittent sources that Governor Lamont and the Democrats want to impose on everybody. So that itself adds a whopping amount to the cost of the true cost. See, they hide that. They say, oh, look at, you know, we build these windmills and they can generate energy. uh, And look how cheap it is because the wind's blowing them. We're not burning fuel and this and that. But what they fail to point out is that you've got to virtually duplicate. You've got to double the capacity for energy because the green sources are not reliable. And you can't say to everybody, well, okay, sorry, the wind's not blowing today. Turn off the lights and get under the covers because <laughs> we can't afford to, to uh, uh, provide you the electricity or the heat you need for your house. So I'm wondering, so, Len, about the um, the barriers to entry. Why wouldn't other communities? It, it's, it sounds like what you're yeah. saying is Wallingford is strictly an administrative exercise. They don't actually have any yeah. exchange stations or transformers of their own or anything. All they're doing is administratively putting themselves in the middle and saving their residents 50%. Why doesn't everybody do this? Well, I think it's an, it's an unknown secret that maybe not so unknown anymore that you and I are talking about it. It ought to get a lot of people's attention. And, and again, it's not like they have some secret source of energy that's buried you know, underneath the, the ground in, in Wallingford. It, they buy it all, and Todd... Don't forget, the crazy thing is they're transmitting it by the same transmission lines that Eversource is doing and maintaining and charging you and me for. So Without ever they, touching it, right? No, that's right. They're forced to buy the electricity. from. They buy it from a third party, but they can't get it unless they go through the Eversource transmission Because that's line. the only way to get it there, right? That's right. So, so in that's fact, it's the same electricity. It, exactly. So in spite of the fact that they're, they're forced to transmit the electricity through the same transmission lines you and I have to pay Eversource for, even though they're paying the Eversource for that or uh, to transmit, they still have far cheaper energy. Figure that out. I All mean, right. it's not can, like they're, you know, Can you and I set up a little side business here and do one of these community electric companies? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, because uh, I, I want to add all kinds of charges to it that won't go to what we say they, and see well, if we get sued. Got to run, Len. God, Thank you for, okay. for laying that out for us. Len Suzio, former state senator. We'll talk to you again Good, next we'll week. We'll talk to you again okay? next week, Todd. Take care. Sorry to leave you hanging there at the end, but I, I wasn't paying enough attention to the clock. 860-522-9842. Yeah, that's Len Suzio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.